Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. In this podcast, we talk to experts in and around the analytics industry. One week, we may talk to a data scientist from a FANG tech company. Then the next week, we may talk to a data engineer or business analyst, or even I may pull one of my consulting clients so you get to hear from an executive on how they use data to drive business decisions day in and day out. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm the founder of Silvertone Analytics, which is a boutique consulting agency that focuses on analytics for medium to small-sized businesses. I'm also a professor at Greensboro College, where I teach analytics. Most recently, I have founded the Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program, which melds these two job functions together. This is your opportunity to work directly with me and one of my clients. The Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program is a three-month program. In the first month, you're going to be completing the Analytics Foundation Certification backed by Greensboro College. Then in month two, you're going to be taking that knowledge base that you developed in month one and applying it out in the field where you're going to be working with one of my client's executive teams, where you're going to be solving a business problem using data and analytics tools. Then in the third month, we're going to bring it all together with a full month of career services. Now, this is going to be quite a bit different than the typical career services at a university or a college. Here, I'm going to help you build a professional brand around where you are as an analyst. So in the first month, you have worked with a ton of different data sets. We're going to take the data sets that really resonate with you to help you hone in on your ideal entry-level job. We're going to build a Tableau public portfolio around that area of expertise. We're going to razor focus your resume and LinkedIn. And I'm also going to coach you on how to talk about yourself in an interview setting. So if you're ready to break into the analytics space, 
head over to learn.silvertoneanalytics/apprenticeship. And there you can learn more about the program, and if you're interested, you can apply. With all that being said, let's start the podcast episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to explain your Power BI past projects in an interview. And this is a crucial tactic in getting your next job. Because if you can explain yourself well, that's going to help relieve a lot of the stress from the person interviewing you. So this is a Tactical Thursday episode, so I've got Dr. Hall joining me. So I have a very simple framework, and it's a little bit different because I'm pitching consulting clients and you're going to be pitching people who are trying to hire you, but it's kind of the same thing. I don't know. Would you agree on that? It's a transaction. Right. Yeah. So actually, I'd argue that it's a higher bar for me to get hired as a consultant because... You know, I'm I'm the I'm a line item, and I can be removed really quickly. To where, if you're working full time as an analyst, they need you. You're part of their infrastructure. I'm just a one-off project for them. So here's my framework. When I'm talking or pitching to a client, I have a basically it breaks down to four steps. So I talk about the impact I had in a project, talk about the decision that I drove. Then I reverse engineer that decision into the KPIs and the dimensions of the KPIs that are relevant. Now I realize that's probably a lot for you to just digest all at once. So I've actually thought through a very specific use case that can illustrate this point. So maybe we could role play here. So you could be the client and I can be pitching you. Okay. So ask me about, you know, my past success. Uh, tell me about one of your more recent projects with one of your clients. Okay. Um, so I recently um, had a really good success case with a client who hired me to do sales analysis. Oh. So what we did was we drove their sales up by $50,000 because of an insight that we found studying their data. Okay. So the decision that we drove was, how are you going to market? Hmm. And we kind of sat on that question and realized... All right, well, we need to map what is success for a sales campaign. Sure. So we broke that down into total sales, Mm -hmm. deal size, and number of deals. Okay. And then we got even more granular and said, all right, how can we find insights within these kind of high-level KPIs? Okay. So then we broke down even further. So let's just root down on total sales. Okay. So we looked at total sales across geography, mm-hmm. by time, and then by demographic. So demographic meaning age and gender. Okay. What we found by studying all of their sales data is that women between the age of 35 and 44 in Georgia were by far their most richest pocket of sales. Okay. So now we told their sales team to focus on that demographic more. Sure. And that drove the sales up by $50,000 okay. comparing to last year. Yeah, you're getting more bang for the buck for, right. the, for that demographic. So I, if that's way over the top that we just did a role play here, let us know. But I think that you seeing it in action and how I pitch clients is probably really valuable. So what's your take on that? Critique me, please. Oh, I think that it's a great standpoint to um, lead with the win. Mm. Well, so you start with the impact. A lot of people think of linearly and they go through the story of like beginning, middle and end. But maybe by the time you get to the end, you've lost their attention. So I think it's always good to start with that win. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's one great um, feature of that. And then you talked about the decision, but maybe I would slow that down and phrase that decision in a form of a trade-off because 
The company and your client knows their business. They know their problems. They don't necessarily mm -hmm. need to know what their decision is to be made, but you need to let them know that you understand their trade-offs. And so you form it in the form of like a trade-off. Like say like, you know, you've only got so much um, advertising budget around and you're trying to decide which demographic you want to focus it on. Right. Um, so, so you can spread it all evenly or you can try to focus on a demographic that's overperforming. Okay. I've actually had this thought and I, this is kind of cool for you guys watching because I'm getting real time, like lessons are being learned here. Mm -hmm. I've thought about making a video series of the game of supply chain analytics or the game of sales. Mm -hmm. I really like kind of framing it up and like, well, you called it trade-off, but I would kind of call it game theory. Okay. Like we all know that to grow your sales, you need to effectively target the right demographic. Okay. So that is the game that's being played. So the way you score in that game is you increase your total sales, mm -hmm. your deal size, and the number of people buying your product. Okay. So those are like ways to score. It's kind of you can think of it like a football game or something. Okay. Like so you're so you're talking about gamification. Basically, in a way that it it, it dumbs it down and well, it it dumbs it. I wouldn't say dumbed down, but it simplifies it in a way that is very palatable mm -hmm. and the person can understand. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I'm talking about another company with mm -hmm. another goal and another project yeah. to someone that I'm pitching. Yeah. So they may not understand the nuance. Sure. Can I can I give you like the economic perspective on sure. how you might talk about this project? Sure. Uh, so when you think about the impact, mm -hmm. um, you can just look at this whole thing from the perspective of cost benefit analysis. Okay, uh, because ultimately they want they want to hire you because the benefits of hiring you greatly outweighs the cost. So right. you leave with the impact, which is the net benefits, benefits minus costs. The decision is deciding what level of the program you want to do, and if, as you decide each level, you're you're balancing these trade offs mm -hmm. at these different levels. Then you got to decide, well, how are you going to measure those different program levels? That's where the KPIs come in. Mm -hmm. And then there are complexities that might give you insights if you dig a little bit deeper, and that's where you're throwing in the dimensions there. And so, like the 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 critical thinking skills is where it really is a chance to shine when it comes to those dimensions. I'm glad that you mentioned critical thinking because I think that that it's almost like a trust building exercise. Of, mm -hmm. If you pay me, you're investing in someone that is not going to just look to you for guidance. Mm -hmm. They're going to proactively go out, find opportunity, and bring them to you. So if you can be an employee who does that, that can be a huge way to impress your interviewer because I don't think very many people think critically. I mean, it's a big buzzword, especially among a lot of colleges and universities, but maybe it's just my own personal academic experience. I haven't, it's, it's really hard to be taught critical thinking. Mm -hmm. It's hard to measure, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which means you can say you're a great critical thinker, and, and it's very hard for people to prove otherwise. <laughs> yeah, let's think critically about what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, I, I love this like little kind of debate that we're having here. Sure. But it, it also gives you guys a really good opportunity to kind of, you know, I don't want to be redundant here, but think critically about how are you explaining your past success stories. Because you need to write a narrative that's going to sell you in your interview process. Make sure you guys subscribe and ring the bell for notifications because we post new content on analytics each and every week.
I'll see you guys in the upcoming videos. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.